insane. You keep it so low that we spit in your brain. Got a story, got a point. If you let them explain, it's the pun of all puns. Get a pun with a pop rain. Rum tap in the vein, and I'm in this brain pain. MHOG secret, leave and stay. You ain't as dope as us, bitch. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Let's just roll with it. Let's yeah. see what we do. New contact one. 30. Three, two, one. And welcome back to the MHOG podcast when it's just me and Huckleberry in this thing. How you doing? I'm Kyle Smith. I'm Huckleberry now? <laughs> yeah, Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Right. Oh, Huckleberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> I thought you said Huckleberry. No, not Huckleberry. I was like, I mean, I'm country, <laughs> but like, I'm not that country. I'll be your Huckleberry. No, no. Huckleberry. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. You saw that with Tim Kennedy? Where you call that dude out? Yeah, no. We, we talked about this on the show. Well, you weren't on, but but uh, the MMA fighter Tim Kennedy he had uh, mm. he was talking to this dude on Gawker, like the the one of the Gawker websites. Uh-huh. The guy was like basically talking shit to people, like pull about politics, like 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 why don't one of you uh pussies like meet me in the ring oh. you know and i'll you know like mma style. oh yeah yeah I did and so this. tim kennedy uh who <laughs> i don't know if he still fights or what yeah but he was an mma he fighter he was like i'll be your huckleberry yeah 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 yeah, the dude, yeah. oh smooth. the dude did not respond at all nigga. no because he went from talking like he was like yeah i took three karate classes i went yeah ass. so he's like oh no a real fighter I'm sorry. Oh, that's the thing it. you can't assume about people. Like, I don't give a fuck with your politics. So I don't yeah. assume that the other side is dumb. Don't assume that they can't fight. Huh. Don't assume shit because, like, you put yourself in a bad situation. Unless you can back it up. If you like, if you can back it up, you can talk all the shit you want. Mm-hmm. But if you just a little pussy on the internet, like, oh. come fight me. Come fight me. Well, that's good. That, that fits into shit shows, then. I like that. I like how uh, you just said all that because uh, apparently, well... You know, as comics out here, you know, mm-hmm. um, shit happens sometimes. And, you know, it, lately, lately, let's just get into things. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been having a great time doing comedies. My stand-up's been fucking getting phenomenal. I've been enjoying how things have been uh-huh. going. And I've been liking the new jokes that's just been coming. And, you know, I haven't really had a bad set just like, oh, that was terrible, terrible, you know, until like... Your, your sets tend to be like... Like, even if, like, people aren't, like, killing over people, like, oh, that's, that's, you know, like, mm-hmm. nobody goes, like, this motherfucker. Right, 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 like, right. Like, get off, no, I, no, I can't see nobody telling you get off the stage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, last night, it, when it, it came, I was at uh, Sweet Lorraine's, since the B-Dub show. It was fucking f- amazing, amazing bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B-Dub did his thing. He does, you know, it was a nice show, but just... The environment there, when it you was say just. He could do his thing. He got paid. He, he, 
Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, be dope, be dope, like to get paid, but you know, <laughs> but it fucking at the show, it w- it went well. It was just the environment there. It was like an older crowd, and, and they, you know, some of the shit they they weren't really. Was this the first time he did? Because I know he does his, his stuff in different places. Mm-hmm. Was this the first time he did Sweet Lorraine? I, I don't know if this is the no. It's not the first time. I don't think this is the first time. But to, to this night, it was. It was a little. It was a little hectic. Um, uh, Kevin Little. Kevin Little went up first, and uh, he had this joke about neighbors. He had this bit about saying niggas instead of saying nigga. He say neighbors, mm-hmm. and you know it got to the point to where at the end of it, it almost sound like he said nigga, but he didn't. So it just kind of made the crowd like ah, you know, because he a big white boy. Mm-hmm. So it's like what the fuck. But he was the first person up, and as I was speaking to Shep, all right, we're gonna. A whole lot of name dropping, but that that didn't matter. These are fucking comics that motherfuckers are right. gonna learn who they are anyway. Uh-huh. But she was like, "Man, it seems like you had a shit show." And I was like, "Well, I wouldn't call it a shit show per se because like the the dynamics of the show were well. You know, people mm-hmm. stayed. It was just you know what happened during my interactions when I was with the crowd because like um, Corey and Ina, they were basically headlining, so. You okay. know, they they finished out the show and it went boom, phenomenal. You know, it was just during my set. You know, I had um, I had a heckler, and like this is right. You know, during so you know I'm, everything's going well and like I you know I record all my shit, so I got like 19 minutes of just just this mayhem. You know, and it started. I was I had a 15 minute set, and um, it started in the first four. First four minutes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and boom, just just out of nowhere, it's like, oh, won't you tell the joke? And it's like, oh shit, like this is it's a bit much. Yeah, like, it got a little real. Like, yeah, it's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, I'm having a good time. These people are interested. Now, what, what kind of heckler was it? Was it the I'm drunk, so I'm I'm a fuck around, or was it the I genuinely think I'm helping you, or was it just like a dick? Uh, basically a dick. It sounded like because at the end of the time, at the end of the show, that person actually came up to me that started the whole situation. She was like, "Oh, I, you know, hey, oh, this was a chick? yeah, it was this okay. older lady. She had to be like in her older forties. It was, it was <laughs> old." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah usually, yeah. when you uh, like, I hate to be stereotypical, but usually when you picture a heckler. You think, I mean, I guess it depends on like if it's an all black audience or not. Yes. But, but usually black. you think of like a frat boy, kind of like the the alpha male guy, and he's out with. Now when you hear the word "sweet Lorraine," you understand what type of people, what type of what type of older niggas gonna be in this motherfucker. Right. So you understand, it's like, oh, okay, so you are gonna get that. I don't know, type sweet of... Lorraine's could be a country bar. No, really. Well, not yeah, New Orleans. Lorraine. Yeah, I got Sweet you. Lorraine's I got you. Right there, right. Okay. I've never been there. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a nice motherfucking place. It is nice. Like, no <laughs> knocks to Sweet Lorraine. <laughs> you said it's a... It's, I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's what he was going <laughs> It's nice. It's nice in that motherfucker. Uh, but the area is like, you try to gentrify it all you want. They still niggas, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all... Um, so, like, I'm in there, and, and I guess I don't really care what they was there for because she, she, she told me she was like oh it was my first time here you know i was just trying to have a little fun you know whatever i'm like cool but you know you interrupted the show mm-hmm. and so i snapped back at that person mm-hmm. and when i snapped back at that person like they shut up and i was like okay cool i can go back to what i was doing mm-hmm. and then like 
somebody else got in. And I'm like, oh, you want to help out because I shut this person up. And now it kept going. And now me being like the comic that I have, I could have just let it go. Because I seen it was happening throughout the whole show that night. Mm-hmm. And like, motherfuckers was just rolling off. It was like, fuck it. But that's the kind of show, though, that way. At some point, you got to realize this isn't going to work. So I might as well have fun. Right, right. And see, that was, motherfuckers came up to me at the end and was like, man, that was awesome. So were they plants? I was like, plants? Nigga, I don't know them at all. That wasn't scripted. Are you serious? They was like, man, that was amazing, dude. And I mean, because I, I held mine still, you know. Being, but it's not a position you want to be in. Yeah, I didn't want to have to, I didn't want to have to do that. I didn't want to have to get to that point. Comedy is at, at its best, at least for most comics. Depends on, I guess, what your act is. Like, Lewis Black's probably a different situation Mm -hmm. or you know would have your political comedians but like in general you want you to have fun and you want the audience to have fun right i wanted to take them on that journey yeah Mm -hmm. i mean because it ain't like you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars no like if you ain't up on stage having fun there's no point and like who wants to most people don't want to fight with somebody right especially on stage right and then what really hit me was I was talking about I'm an electrician. I said shit like that because after the first four minutes, it was done. Like, I'm, I did like two and a half jokes and I was like, all right, boom, since it's going to be this, bang, let's get it. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, from then on, I started, you know, going into little bits just so I can kind of maintain and still keep with the crowd and still, you know, slip jabs and punches as mm-hmm. I'm trying to think because it's, it's going to ride. But I still see these people recording and they're enjoying what's going on. So I'm like, all right, let me keep it up. And then motherfuckers like, kill yourself. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, for real? Like, out of every, like, it, like me and this banter that I'm having between the interactions between these people, like, it's it's clear. You can you can hear all of it. You can hear all of it going on. And they're just, like, people are just like, oh, shit. And I'm trying to, you know, and I fucking see B-Dub back there. And I'm, I'm still doing what I'm doing. And fucking, I see Corey in the corner and Corey's fucking laughing. I'm like, you know, I pointed out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my thing, right? And then from then on, I was like, I, I guess I got too cocky. And, uh-huh. and then, like, it started to get me. And, and like, I was like, bitch, I get, this is, this is a show that I'm getting paid for. Nigga, this ain't no open mic. You fuck my whole setup. Like, I had something planned. Right. I had something strategically ready for this crowd that you done mm-hmm. fucked up, got me off my track. Now, I'm all fucked up in the head. So, when I get off stage, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to deal with your ass in a second. And, you know, I just pointed out that I pointed the corner out. And I was like, and so there was three of them out there. And they weren't really ready for that shit at all. Uh-huh. And so as I, as I was like, all right, whatever. And I, 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 I walked because, past. Because whether you're wearing a clown makeup or not, you're not right. a clown. You don't, right. That's what Shep was saying. Shep was like, you don't understand. I am in the military. You don't know what part of PTSD I am on. <laughs> I come here to fucking, I come here to tell you jokes and I worked the whole 40 this week. I told these motherfuckers, I, I was like, bitch, I worked a 40 this week. Are you serious? A whole 40 hours and I came here to go ahead and fucking tell you motherfuckers jokes and you won't be disrespectful telling me, kill myself? Motherfucker, I hope you, and then I went on a whole rant about right. this nigga having a uh, diabetic and then going into a diabetic coma. I almost had an applause break on this nigga. I was like, you serious? 
I was like, man. And this isn't the chick. This is the, the next person. Yes, the next person. And I'm okay. just, I had to let. And so when I got out, when I got off stage, I was already heated, you know? Wow. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, hey, we, this is something that I've really take. And I'm, I walked past and I was like, whatever. And he said, man, I guess, I don't know if he was talking to me, but it was the third person that was just in the in the crowd, in that little in that little vicinity of the whole people mm-hmm. that were heckling, you know, decided, oh, you better keep that little man over there or whatever he said. It seemed like it was pointed to me. And already, since you don't really understand who I am, it's not, I mean, it looks adorable when uh-huh. I go up on stage, but you don't really know. Nigga, I was UFC training for a whole year mm-hmm. just for no reason. For no reason at all. Do you understand what the fuck I do? Hey, you, like, got, you got Ina Esther, American Ninja, in the back too. <laughs> yeah, we. What are we doing here? And you know, I'm By like. By the way, I pay to see that show. <laughs> it's Colin Ina, American Ninja. So I, would, I would watch the fuck out of it. It got. It got wild. You know what's interesting? People are like that. Where like I think people are so used to the internet where they're just talking shit. Because like now, granted, this isn't impressive. Mm-hmm. But a couple weeks ago, I was driving down the street. And I had my window down. They had two kids on bicycles. They were like, just like in both lanes of the street. And so I had to honk at them to get out the way. As I'm passing out, like I said, I had my window down. And one of them talked shit. They were like teenagers. And one of them them said, I don't remember what they said. But I fucking stopped. (laughs) Oh, good. What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) Life. And now. Life just happened. When I did it, (laughs) I wasn't really thinking. I was just like, hold up. But as after I said it, I was like, I can't really beat these kids' asses. <laughs> no, you can't. I go to prison. You can scare the fuck out of them, though. But they scared. Oh, they, the kid was like, oh, no, I, I, I didn't say nothing. I was like, all right. Oh, see? Boom. And that comes to the situation of confrontation. Right. When it comes to confrontation, when motherfuckers is like, oh, we're out of our element because we wanted to go ahead and shine when you was in your elements, uh-huh. and now you're off stage now. Oh, and now I have to confront this real person? There's no cage. Right. There's no security here. Are you serious? Now you have to confront this crazy person that you didn't riled up on stage when they had something in their head plotted for the rest of this room. You don't know where my mind's at. So I get off stage, and they're like, oh, confrontation. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, uh, no. And Shit got real. What? It got so real. I was, I got. I was talking to one of the dudes. He was like, "What? You want to have a seat? You want to have a sit down?" I was like, "You know, we was going back and forth." I was like, "Nigga, we could go outside if you need that to happen." I was like, "You look like my daddy. I would love to bruise you. Are you serious?" <laughs> just you know, wait. I, know. It's just, I was like, I know some. I saw pictures of you with your daddy. You no, 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 it was a loving man. But you know, when you you know, it's it's father son that sibling you. robbery. You know, got fucking, you. you gotta get out of my house. And it's like, fuck you, daddy. And it's you know, you just those times. I was like, right. what? And that rage came back. I was like, we go outside. I was like, I'm young and spry. You don't know how, you don't know the agility. I started fucking bouncing this shit in front of him. He was like, no, no, no. I don't need to go nowhere. Did you show him the picture of your brother like standing sideways? Like, (laughs) like, this is what he could do. And he weighs more than me. You don't. Well, let me ask you, because like, because I kind of have an idea, but I don't know to what degree. So like, if I'm on stage, like, okay, I got a story that I'm going to tell. Mm -hmm. And I said, a while back when we were still planning on doing a live show for 300, mm-hmm. I've got the story the first time my dad decided he wanted to talk to me about sex. Mm. It's, it's like, it's the story that I learned to tell that that was like my first story 
mm-hmm. that I became known for. And, like, ever people would, like, ask me to tell the story and shit like that. But, like, it's all rhythm and timing. Right. Like, so when I go to do this, I'm literally going to have to. And, and <laughs> if you've been wondering why occasionally if you ask me if I want to go on stage, if I if I do it, you can, it's because you can, I kind of have to, like, get into yeah. the mindset where I'm telling a story yeah. in front of people. Because I haven't done this in a while. And I've never done it. I did it on stage once. I did it on stage one time. But, um. But it's all rhythm and timing. So, yeah. like, before we it happens, I'm just going to have to say, like, look, don't throw any bits in. If you think you got a funny joke, don't do it. Because if you fuck up my rhythm and timing on <laughs> yeah. this, it's going to fuck up the story. Because it's like I know all the beats to it. And, if mm-hmm. like, you can't stop that beat. Like, and I know. People in our comics don't understand that. And that's right. why they're like, well, when you say, when they say, oh, tell me a joke. I, what? <laughs> no, you don't understand the whole concept of me trying to tell you a joke. It's right. not just going to be me telling you, oh, knock, knock, who's there? No, nigga, it's more deep mm-hmm. than that. I have timing. There's shit that I got to do. Okay, well, that was a- my question. Because, like, I know you're pretty good on the fly. But mm-hmm. I assume some of it has to be rhythm and timing. Mm-hmm. On some level, like how much do you think that influences your act? Oh, a lot, a lot. Just from people. Uh, I mean, I get worked up, so I get into the to the act of me being me anyway on mm-hmm. stage. It's something that I've been through. It's some part of my life, so it's something that I'm adamant about. So anytime I can get into that, you know, it's 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 natural feelings, mm-hmm. I guess. And for and it's also fun because it's something that I, I've created in my head myself. Mm-hmm. And so to express it in a way that I can, like that, you know, I feel that that's some type of talent that ain't nobody else knows about, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like some type of secret shit that I got. And right. so to be able to express it like that and then have it fucking shut off, <laughs> like you can just stop it in the middle. Then you got to like get the metronome going in your head. Yeah. Head. Don't. Like, once you, cause it's, uh, it's it's literally like you drive and there's a fork in the road, and you know you're supposed to go right, right. But then somebody throws a tree and you got to go left, right. Now you got to get back out in your head, get, get back, back on that fucking same and path. It's, not that and it's easy, like you son of a bitch. It's not that easy. It's it might not, take you an hour oh. to get back to that other road, or it might be a little branch. But you don't, you know, it depends this, on yes, how far this down basically, that road you go. This like not just thinking about it now because not being on stage anymore, like I can actually break it down more now. Actually speaking to you, it's actually helping the whole trajectory that I had to take of this situation because everybody thought, oh, great show, shit, yeah, but no one understood what was going through my head at the time. Except for the comics. Right, and they're like, oh, shit. So, you know, the whole process that I got to weave through, I'm like, I was in a certain lane that I was I was there I had the crowd with me it's hard to get them with you especially if they're old and you know and then I, I fucking in the midst of that I jumped onto some shit that fucking crowd was like ah what yeah I mixed because there were different age groups mm-hmm. lost this whole section right here lost them they left they was like what the fuck dick browser i don't understand what this is this is too much we out <laughs> that's because they don't live exactly you, you know living. i'm like come on grandma so you know they was gone i pointed that out boom you got 19 children i'm you, all you, done some dick i'm all done in this month i'm like oh shit i'm everywhere and i'm just like dazed up you know i'm getting jabs from and i'm like ah oh, fuck you know i get off stage and they don't understand it's like oh you ain't got no mic no more i was like i know i ain't got no mic you serious we can definitely let's go outside let's go outside come on and that's when they don't want to the problem with 
Armin Nolan's comedy is nine nine times out of ten, it's like a surprise to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's that's the thing about not having a real comedy club. And like no no disrespect to New Movement, but that's kind of a very specific thing. It's not right. like a full on comedy club. And without that, like you when you do it people in there shit, like that, neither. You know, and especially some of these bars where it's like, like just regulars, you know, and right. they, they go every Friday normal. to drink their fucking asses off and that's all they, they want. They ain't never seen that shit. And then you coming in there like, what, you going to turn my sports off to go ahead and tell some what? Bitch, I've been coming here for so long, mm-hmm. you better be fucking funny. And if you're not funny, oh, they'll eat you alive. And it's understood. Right. It's like, all right, that's cool. I'm coming in your space, and I, oh, I got to do what I do. This is what I do. But at the same time, that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if if you, if if, all, if, no, if nobody wanted it, they wouldn't have But it. see, that's the show. See, that's the thing. When it comes to open mics, that's different. But when you got a show that's happening, you need to go ahead and have that corrected in the beginning. And that's what that's what motherfuckers is telling me. You know, if, it, it's, it's, if it's not corrected in the beginning, it's automatically going to go down here from there and it doesn't matter how many people come up and who does well and who does what people gonna do what they do anyway but still you know that that if the dynamics from the so beginning important. yeah and see once I got once i got off stage i was like fuck that and then found the motherfuckers and then once they left like i went outside <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the dude the, the um the the second one that started talking like because the woman at first she was about it of course she was about it because she had dudes around her, mm-hmm. you know. Boom, she's fine. Somebody's got a fight. She ain't doing right. That. She cool. She she about to pop off and everything. She's like, "What? You want to go outside? I go outside. Come on, let's go outside." I was like, "Bitch, if you don't, you serious? I go outside and watch." She's like, "Shut up!" And then that's when Cora came. It's like Cora. He Cora's like, "Go, go outside, Kyle. Go outside, and smoke." I was like, "I don't want to go outside." No, no, I'm in here in the vicinity of things. I need to go ahead and deal with this right here. No, I'm not about to go outside. I don't feel as if I no. I'm about to go ahead and deal with this situation right now, and, and basically I was like, all right, whatever. I'm. I see people looking at me, and I'm like, ah, I'm out of character again. And they got it out of me because you know, fucking life. Man, motherfuckers deal with life all the time. Look, most people don't know what you're going through in life, and so they don't really give a shit. They just feel as if, oh, you had this time. I'm gonna go ahead and take that time from you. So it's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and meet you outside. <laughs> and I actually approached the dude. He was leaving on his bike. And I was like, hey, man, thanks for coming. He was like, oh, man, it wasn't me. That wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. I was like, I don't come to do nothing to you. I just came to say thank you, dude. All right. You made me You made me a different man tonight because, you know, I had to do what I had to do. But uh, thank you. He was like, man, I ain't. And he, he constantly trying to back his bike out and shit. He all scared and shit. I'm not, I'm not about to. Do you give me a hug, man? You all right? He's like, oh man, it wasn't me, man. It wasn't me. I'm like, it was you. I know. <laughs> like it was you and only you, and you know, two other people. But it was you. Right. Don't be frightened now because I approached you, and there's no, there's no, there's no barrier between us now. It's like, right. It wasn't a barrier before, but you decided to go ahead and disturb what I was doing. Now I'm here. Before yeah. you leave, what's up? <laughs> You know, he was like, oh, man, it wasn't me. I, man, thank you, dude. That's it. Just mm. congratulate, John. Just wanted to talk. That's all. Motherfuckers. It's That's terrible. That, that actually leads very well into the next thing I want to talk about. But 
before we do that, I, I want to tell you uh, the funniest. I, I didn't get to see this. It's a story that I heard on Dennis Miller Live. Mm-hmm. But Dennis Miller was talking about how, you know Richard Belzer? Old, he's an old comic. He was on like uh, Law and Order and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's just this old white guy that wears glasses. You, I'm, I, I guarantee you've seen him somewhere. His name's Richard Belzer. He's an old, old comic from the 80s. Old, old. Like he's probably in his like 60s now. But he, uh, Dennis Miller was telling a story about he went to go see Belzer one time. Ah, yeah. And he was on stage. Are you talking about? Yeah, you don't like you don't see his comedy. You just see no, him. you just see him. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know he's a comic because all he no. does is Law and Order. But babe, that's when you get into the comedy world, you notice that all these motherfuckers you see, it's like the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. You know, for everybody you see has something to do with some type of stage presence. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so Miller goes like I guess he was in D.C. and and Belzer was playing, so he goes to see him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's anonymous. He's not, like, waiting in the wings. He's just, like, sitting in the back of the club. And uh, it was one of those gigs where it was, like, a bachelor, bachelorette party or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got, like, drunk bitches. <laughs> and one of the women was, like, the whole set kept screaming, do Jagger, do Jagger. <laughs> wanted him to do, because yeah. I guess he does, like, a, a Mick Jagger impression. Yeah. She wanted him to do it. And, like. She kept screaming, do Jagger, do Jagger. At some point, he got pissed, and he, and he stopped in the middle of his set, and he looked down, and he said, how about I tie your father to a chair? Oh. How about I tie your father to a chair and fuck you in front of him? And she shut up. And, and Miller said that was the first time he was like, oh, you don't have to kick, kiss their ass, do you? Like, he was, because he came up with, like, you're supposed to be nice to all these. He's like... Oh no! I just gotta control you. Yeah, you, you gotta know? control him. And, uh, and if you can control him, but that line always yes. And I'm like, and I've used that on somebody like once, but I always keep that in the back of my head for when like some chicks like fucking with you, you know. That's but, uh, fucking. That's amazing because that's a funny. That's a, that gets to another thing that I, that um, which has been happening lately because uh, life comes at you full force. So you know, there's certain there's certain bars and shit that you can go to down here that they're not gonna care for comedy or anything like that. And uh, they have this dude <laughs> that bullets. Came <laughs> bullets with Lucky's. Lucky's is another one. Fucking okay. Lucky's. They'll definitely. They're like, all right, bitch. If you're not here, because shit always happens at Lucky's. Like I had a fucking. That's the first time I had a white chick come up to me and grab my dick on the stage. I was like, whoa, what's that? She was a drunk white chick from Canada, and she was just, shit. Uh, 23, 24, maybe. All right, so a good age. Yeah, oh, and she was nice, but she kissed everybody and then grandma last night, that night. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, no, you way too gone, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-uh, but we don't need to deal with that. And so, you know, you see the type of dynamics at that and you you never know what's gonna happen at that bar. Gotcha. And like what I like to do is I've been I kinda I kinda like like weave meticulously through the crowd. I see who's watching, who's not, and I see who's close by and I see what I can pick out. And um there was uh I remember um this dude came in, uh his name is um Lucius. His name is Lucius. He's he's fucking he's from um from uh 
California. And, well, I mean, he's been down here before. He does work and shit, but he's an actor and, and such. And uh-huh. he came down, he was like, man, I, I ain't never seen you before. And, you know, I don't really know much about what's going on, but the way you handled everything in the crowd just now to where you was like, you got everybody thinking that, oh, you don't really have what's going on, but you, boom. And then you can go, You once you got him back, you can go back into fucking your jokes. And I don't know what was bits. I don't know what was not. You know, and just how you just manipulated everything. And I was like, man, thank you, dude. You know, because people get there and they eat it. Like, they eat it. They think they can go here. I'm like, I, I bring people over. And I'm like, hey, man, this ain't this ain't just your run-of-the-mill mm-hmm. comedy spot. You're not about to be like, oh, this is cool, you know. And then you can go ahead and think you can go ahead and manipulate this crowd. Mm, it's not like that all the time. And, you know, it's real because there's there's only, like, two or three people that are actually in there that fucking don't know what's going on, but everybody else is kind of like, you know, either comics or something like that, so it's very random what people are going to come in there, and to actually fucking gather people like that, and you know, when when certain comics come in, they think that they can go ahead and, oh, I've, I've dealt with shit like that, I'm like, alright, this is a different dynamic, and they get there and they just eat shit, and they're like, ah, Alright, uh, right, well thank you, and then you see them, and it's like, well, I mean, I said, so you gotta be, there's a certain... That's, that's, a, that's a big part of, like, the experience, is learning, mm-hmm. like, that you're not gonna, like, you're not, not gonna every kill crowds, everything. yeah. You're gonna bomb, even when, you, even when you're big, you're gonna bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? uh, you definitely, you definitely feel that when you go certain places, like, every time I get up on stage, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is, um, well, we'll see how this goes. And lately, everything's been going good until, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to have a hiccup and boom, it just hits you like, but not everybody else sees it. No no one else sees it. Everybody's like, oh, you still did great. So even at, I know when the moments for me are down, like when I've had a terrible time, everybody else still sees it as, oh man, good shit, you know? I'm like, nah, you know? I still know inside that that was fucking shit. And that it would should have went way better than what it was supposed to have, I, but I couldn't deliver because of the certain circumstances. Yeah. All right, but it's, that's the life. That's the life of a comic, I guess. Fucking hard out here, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's fun, just... and you know we don't want to stop. And so, you know. well, you know, I mean that's that's your future, dude. You just you just gotta make the right choices. It's working well though working well but it doesn't really fit and you see the socially awkwardness of people that decide to be comedians and like like it's a commitment that's uh it it's strange now like motherfucker think i've gotten accused of being an illuminati like randomly i don't yeah just it's i don't know motherfuckers do drugs you know, so, you know, harder drugs than you. And you don't expect to get these certain things, but certain shit looks like certain shit, I guess. And apparently, well, okay, this is exactly what happened. Uh, you see my profile picture on Facebook, right? I'm sure I have, but I can't take it off. Anymore. Okay, well, it's me with my glasses, holding my holding my glasses up with my fucking, uh, my Young Funny shirt on. Because I was like, oh, we got shirts oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That picture. And apparently... That right there looks like the uh, the Illuminati symbol for the, the all seeing eye or whatever. Uh, yeah, the all seeing eye is on the dollar. Yeah, but they have they also have 
whenever you look up anything Illuminati, they they show you pictures of people always putting like the little okay I, I symbol by it. Yeah, and like, I'm like, the, are the you serious? Society that runs the planet that some dude on Reddit. Knows their knows their secrets. I don't understand and, it. And gives them away, and nobody says anything. I'm like, why would you assume? <laughs> there we go. Why would you assume that I'm a part of Illuminati? Because I mean, my comedy does well, you know. But this person has asked me, is like, um, how do you? Uh, is this how a stand up? Yeah, no, this is a, the person that does stand up now. It's like, how do you get booked on shows? Sure this dude, this ain't like a. A bit that he does? It, it might be. I mean, he he does this often now. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why? Just be good, man. Just go out there and be good. You know, it's a person that has always asked some questions and is fucking inquisitive about it, man. Just go out there and be good. All right, let me ask you a question. Is this dude, does he have a girlfriend? Oh, uh, yeah. All right, this is what you got to do. Just to, just to test him, just to see if it's real. Go Next time he brings it up, just be like, Man, come here. You know, pull him, pull him. It's like, no, no, no. Nobody can be around. Mm-hmm. Nobody can be around. And just, just I don't know him. if I'll ever see him again. Just tell <laughs> Let me not, go. not like that. Let me okay. go with it anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just, just say hello, man. You want in? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got a, I got a fuck your girlfriend, bro. <laughs> see how terrible. serious he is. That's terrible, dog, nah, because his old lady's not all that, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you don't have to go it. through it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, because that's consideration. If you will be dumb like this, nigga, let's see what you about. <laughs> Fuck it. You don't know my life. Well, speaking of uh, you getting angry, mm. I know that was a little while back, but it's funny because, um, yeah, that's stupid. Cal <laughs> uh, just showed me the, the all C and I symbol. That's... That, to me, that's like Mr. Peanut, like you're trying to do a monocle. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I was just holding my glasses up for once because they mm-hmm. fall off my face. Personally. That's my mom the same shit. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> right. All right. Um, so uh, I guess it's a few weeks ago now, like two or three weeks ago now, Travis Hemel, who did the the new uh, the cover art for my other show, Grim Grunning Hosts, mm-hmm. um, he uh he did some new cover art for for the Metal Hand of God, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean it was it was my idea, but he you know he fleshed it out. He he made it work. I mean he's the artist, you know, because I can't I can't draw like that. Right. But uh, it's a uh, it's an homage to the Wu Tang Clan's first right. album, Into the Wu, which is like you know like it's fun we're me- you know metal hand of god yeah but then we got like all this rap stuff and yeah yeah, you know. yeah. no one but, knows uh, what the fuck is like i told somebody today he was like wait what i was like mhog you metal hand of god i was like wait metal god <laughs> I was like yeah it's kind of just uh basically nerd metal uh yeah, comedy they don't have all in do one at all just yeah. i just said when people ask I, I just say it's a it's a uh, an all purpose like comedy and discussion show. Mm-hmm. You know, broad. You know, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? It's just a name. But uh, names are awesome. But I just thought it would be fun to do a a, a Wu Tang tribute for the new co- cover art. So what? It's how brands build. What you haven't seen is I haven't the, seen some things. Oh, the original oh. sketch that Travis did. Oh, the excitement! So. He, I'll show it to you before you leave. So he really wanted, moments on the podcast. He wanted know. it to look like 
like, well, not that he wanted, but he he thought it should look like. This is like revised, that. so this is like this is a second draft. Yeah, well, he did a basic sketch before he like colored, colored it and, and yeah. uh, inked it and all that. He wanted to make sure everything was on the up and up, and uh, and he gave me like like a deal on it. So like like when your buddy's doing you a favor, you don't want to be pushy. Mm-hmm. But like when he showed me the first draft, it was something that kept bothering me. I was like. I can't. I just can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so in his mind, he was like, you know, you, the Wu Tang cover into the Wu, they're coming at you, you know, like right. they're supposed to be hard. So you're in the front of the picture, right? And so he drew you like angry. <laughs> like I was looking, at it, I was like, I wouldn't let this motherfucker in my house. You know? <laughs> what? But I kept looking, at it, I was like. It's not that it didn't look like you exactly, but it didn't because I was like, I don't think I've ever seen Kyle angry at anybody. <laughs> I can't even picture that. I was like, this just Most looks wrong. Can't. Yeah, it's this weird. This looks wrong. So, like, I just told him, I was like, dude, like, let me show you, like, this is Kyle. So I, I showed him, like, pictures that I took of you. Yeah. I like, and if you if you look back, you could actually see the actual picture you have it, you know. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. That's the I original mean, right there. Well, the original, you couldn't see their faces. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't want that exactly. But, right. But, um, but I was like, I told, I told Wayne about it later. I was like, man, I, I just can't picture Kyle angry at nobody like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, he was like, and we were joking. I, I was like, you let that nigga know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's, I mean, it's, it was a good drawing. It was just like, I just can't picture, you know, but, but, uh, Travis, if you're listening, cause he, he does, he doesn't listen to every episode, but he does listen. Like, like it was, it was good. I mean, it's fucking awesome. It, it looks mm-hmm. really good. Really? It's the first, like the previous cover art was, um, me taking the shots from the, the first print we ever did and kind of putting it into a collage. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was good for what it was, but. But this is the first like full on commission like cover art we ever got, and it, it looks good. Like the baby's in it too, yeah, you know, and everything, oh. and uh, it looks good. So sweet. I just wanted to bring that up. Like we, it was like I, I haven't really been on the show that much in the last few weeks, uh-huh. and uh, so I asked Wayne. I was like, you know, I, I listened to the episodes, but I couldn't remember. I was like, did y'all talk about the cover art at all? And he was like. Nope. No, no, we didn't bring it up. I was like, that's rude. <laughs> I was like, Motherfucker did cover art for you. You don't even mention his name. Oh. But uh but it looks real good, so hmm. but uh yeah. But yeah, I've been in town. i I just got back from Florida and uh on Tuesday. You know your outside looks like Florida. Every time I come here it looks like Florida. I mean it's the south. Yeah, but no, I mean, just here, here right here, mm-hmm. though. When I come to your place, just just this little corner looks like Florida. <laughs> Everywhere else <laughs> looks like New Orleans, but when I come right here... <laughs> oh, it's the suburbs, that's all. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got, I got off the plane Tuesday morning. Uh, I had a podcast consulting to mm. do, which uh, it's, it, I, I'm thinking about putting it on my resume, because uh, I, don't, I don't know if you know about Claim this. Claim it on taxes. But I guess a year, maybe a year and a half, I think it was about a year ago, 
I, uh, you know, you know, they, they turned the show Scream into a TV show, mm-hmm. the movie Scream yeah. into a TV show on MTV. Well, that was filmed here in New Orleans, and uh, they needed like a, mm-hmm. a podcast consultant. So, like, <laughs> I went in for an afternoon. I was talking to the, the kid's name is John Carner, you know, and like I gave him them like a shirt, you know, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, you know, like I don't want to be, I don't want to be a douchebag. But I was like, man, I got these spare shirts, you know. And I was like, should I wear my, should I wear the shirt? And somebody told me like, no, no, just give them a shirt. Real though, that's life. Fuck that, bitch. We try to hustle too. But no, the director. Like, I handed him a shirt, and he was like, I'm gonna put this on right now. I was like, all right, right. yeah. And it was like a size too small, Thank you. so it was like, you know. But uh, <laughs> but it was good. Look, I mean, like it's cool That's to be able to put that on your resume, and yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know what it's gonna get me. It ain't gonna get me nothing. But you know, like I'm I'm weird. Like like it's it's so weird being like I'm like a podcast elder now. Like when I do my other show, like one of them's not new to it, but like I've done way more podcasts than him. Mm. Like I'm above 500 episodes of podcast now. Mm. Between all all the shows I do and like the few guest appearances I've done, like I'm, I'm my no, I don't know what the number is exactly, but it's above 500. <laughs> you know, easily. I, I might be close to 600. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's so weird. Like 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 I like I know all this stuff about it. I don't know everything, and you know I don't know how to mm-hmm. make money off. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to podcasts for so long, so you know. Mm-hmm. This shit. I've I've been on Stitcher for like at least four years now. Mm-hmm. So that's just fucking. They 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 calculate and log all the hours of that you listened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice. If I could come back with numbers, but I don't feel like looking for it right now. Yeah, I like Stitcher, but I I you know I I'm on the road. I don't want to like use my data and all that. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. So like I know what I know what I listen to. So. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to like upload. I'm look. I need to look for more like comedy stuff. I've been listening to a lot of politics right now, Ugh. and the stuff that the people that I listen to, I trust and I like. Dang. But I also need, you know, I need more than that. Like uppity, I can't. Ugh. I don't see how y'all do it. I, it's, it's it's the older you get, the more you feel like you gotta pay attention to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, see, somebody old told me that. He was like, "Man, see, you don't fucking follow politics. You ain't never be a good comedian." I was like, "Yeah, what? No, nah, that's silly." I was like, In fact, right. I, I'm gonna tell you, look, if it's a very special kind of comedian that can do politics. Like, whenever I see Sarah Silverman talking about shit, I'm like, "Shut up!" Bah. Like, you got famous, like, literally having your pussy sing a song. You did. Like, and now you go tell me about Darfur? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, the other day, that bitch tweeted out something like, no, no, it wasn't her. It wasn't her. It was Chelsea Handler was like, in France now, making sure they don't mess up their elections the way America did. I was like, you can't vote. French people don't know who you are. What? Like, you're not... Uh, Angelina Jolie, you Chelsea Handler. Shut <laughs> up. Like, go, go do your stupid talk show. That's what, <laughs> you know, go talk about your vagina. That's what people want from you. you know? <laughs> like, you know, like that's that's the thing about some of these people. Like, they think like once you get famous, they're like, oh, people want my opinion. No, they don't. Yeah, no. They want from you exactly what, what they you get did from, from the you job. Know? 
I want Bono to go sing one. I don't want Bono to tell me, uh, you know, about the plight of the West Indian. No, I'm not about to come out here and give you that shit, bitch. You know, you you see what I do. Mm -mm. And I'm not saying like you can't have an opinion, but if you don't know what you're talking about, why are you using this platform? Like people, why are you trying to fit in like that? I don't want to try to fit in like that. Well, this actually goes into something that I did want to talk about that upset me today. So one of my favorite writers is a guy named Peter David. Mm-hmm. Peter David has done everything. He's written books. He's mm-hmm. I know him mostly from writing comics. Like if you like the Incredible Hulk, mm. odds are he's part of the reason why. Because he wrote the best run of the Incredible. He, he did it for like a big Hulk fan, like ten years. Like he made the Hulk the character that it is. You know, every every whenever you see him in a movie and all that stuff, like all that stuff comes from stuff Peter David did. He also I relate with the Hulk a lot. He had his own show on Nickelodeon called Space Cases that I used to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked on Babylon Five a little bit. Like he's done, he's done a lot. And uh, the dude's falling on hard times. He had a stroke a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That he was like, he was working for Marvel Comics and he still does. And they kind of like kept him doing little books so he could keep his his mm-hmm. insurance because otherwise he'd have been fucked, you know. Yeah, but um. He posted, uh, he did a GoFundMe page, like, yesterday, or the day before, something like that. Basically, like, through some some reason or another, he's getting audited, and he owes $88,000 to the government. Ooh, so, he was like, I feel like, I feel terrible, but I don't know what else to do. So, he goes, and he, he posts it. And, like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, it's Peter David. I absolutely, I don't. You know, like, I'm a little short on money on this month, but this week, but fuck it. Like, I put up $20, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, I'll make a blog post, you know, I'll do all this, and I'm, I'm fine with it, you know. I'm, I'm happy to help, and I'm happy to let people know, like, if you love Peter David's work, like, give him $10. Like, it ain't gonna kill you, you know? Mm-hmm. So this morning, like... I got off of work, like, I went to work early in the morning, I got off, I was going to come home and take a nap, and I get a little, a message on my, my, uh, my email, popped up on my phone, it says, you have an update from Peter David, and I was like, oh, this must be him, like, either saying, like, he made the, he raised the money, or thank you for everyone who wrote, donated, (laughs) or something like that, if I can open the thing up, and the first sentence is something like, you know, I was really... Lately, I've been thinking the world is just full of hate ever since Donald Trump was elected president. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> why is this coming up? Man, you ask, like, you don't know, like, and, and I said many times on the show, I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but god damn, I'm so sick of, like, like, these people that they just have this shit in their head and they're like, I know that the world is this way, and that's how I'm going to act, and I'm going to, you know, and, like, everybody's evil, and, and like, you know, and if you do this, then you must think this, and all this shit, and, mm. and I'm just like, that's not how the world works. Mm. Like, you don't know everything about the world, you don't know, you know, like, I was just like, dude, you, you're asking people for money, and that's fine, I don't, I don't have a problem donating, like, you, you've earned my gratitude as a, as a writer, mm. you know, and you don't need to earn my charity, like, that's up to me whether or not I'm going to be charitable, but 
I was like, you don't know who's donating money to you. Mm-mm. Like, I felt like, I, and I didn't vote for Trump, but I still felt like I got slapped in the face. I was like, don't push your views on me. I don't want to hear that. Like, and it don't have nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything. He just, in his mind, that made sense. He was like, you know, like, basically his point was like, but here people are donating. <clears throat> well, yeah, but you don't. Like, why do you, you just, why are you assuming that the people donating didn't vote for Donald Trump? If I did, I might be like, just give me my money back. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't ask for this. Like, go solve your own problems. You know, I wouldn't. But you know, like, it's just, it just drives me crazy. Like, and I just, I, I look, I know where the dude's politics where I don't follow him online for that. I mm-hmm. read his stories, but I don't, you know. And I don't have a problem with that. I don't give, I don't care. Like if I'm watching whoever, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle, let's do Dave Chappelle. I'm sure Dave Chappelle and I don't agree on politics. Mm -hmm. I don't care. That's that's fine. Like make me laugh. That's what you do. That's what I want from you. That's all I want from you. (laughs) You don't need to have a discussion about the world. Like why? Like who cares? You know? I just, oh, man, hurt, hurt my heart, you know? <laughs> I was just like, dude, I got so much respect for you. Like, don't, you know. I even, I left a message on the dude's page. I was like, <laughs> I was like dude, why would you do this? Like, <laughs> I need to question you now. You know? Jesus. I mean, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't, like, don't want to hear about still, it. Yeah, no one, yeah, I definitely am not trying to do any anything like that. You're going to push some views of how I feel about the world. What? This is life, man. Not everybody going to feel the same way as you. Yeah, and also just, like, I think we're all sick of hearing Trump's name. Yeah, I don't care. Like, like I listen to How Did This Get Made all the time, mm. and I noticed lately, like the last, last six months, it doesn't happen every episode, but they'll be like, you know, uh, make America great again, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, A, it's not funny. B, <laughs> dude, I'm listening to you because I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah. I have a political podcast that I listen to where they talk about whatever dumb shit Trump did this this week or, or when he did something good too you know talking about both he, he did something good he did something stupid here that's where i go to listen to that when i'm listening to you i want to hear about uh what's what's the name uh, airborne you know i want to hear i want to hear you talk about the movie airborne <laughs> you know i want to hear you talk about the movie surf ninjas oh surf ninjas shit <laughs> by the way hmm? they have a spinoff show like they, they post an episode where one of the dude that is associated with them interviewed the guy who wrote and directed Surf Ninjas. Mm. Now nah, he, let me rephrase that. He came up with the idea and somebody in the studio was like, we don't like your idea. We're going to make it something <laughs> else. But it's fucking incredible. <laughs> the dude talks about how like he got to start, like he accidentally ended up working on a mob show, like a mob movie. Like they were trying to launder money. So the movie wasn't supposed to get made, and they, he didn't know that, and he almost got like killed over. He had to like move to Israel for real. For, 10 for years. real, yeah. Oh shit! Oh, it's an incredible story. It's an incredible story. <laughs> I was like, I am riveted. I don't care about Surf Ninjas anymore. Tell what me about the fuck. Tell me about Bobo, the point man that was going to shoot you in the face, but he said he loved you like a brother. That's a true story. I was like. And you wrote Surf Ninjas? Like, That's wicked. He said originally Surf Ninjas was supposed to be like Indiana Jones <laughs> for kids. It was supposed to be Indiana Jones That's for my kids. Shit. That's a good day. Fucking close enough. Damn. 
Yeah, but it wasn't meant to be as silly as like Rob as Schneider was not silly in his as head. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> very silly. But, uh, but that was good. I mean, you look at the shit nowadays when you when you're older and you like like especially with the internet bringing it back up on you like that. And it's like don't show me what I enjoyed in my childhood now. Like I know it looks dumb now, but I enjoyed it back then. Like, uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes shit is just like awesome, but you got you got to have perspective on stuff. Like some stuff is just silly, and I'm who care? Like that's cool. Like it's it, it can be silly and Let still be, be amazing. Silly. Yes, you know. And and I feel like movies need more silly stuff. Like not like sometimes it's too silly. Like sometimes <laughs> Adam Sandler's the per like this weird like <laughs> he draws this, lines. This weird pivoting point where <laughs> that like he's always like. Straddling that line of <laughs> just silly enough, but yeah. too silly. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen That's My Boy? Yeah. That's My Boy looks like the dumbest movie <laughs> I've ever heard of. But I watched it, I was like, it's so fucking it's it's amazing. So st- <laughs> Todd Bridges is in it. Vanilla Ice is it's in like, it. Why would you brought so much together for a dumb premise? It's like, all right. And, That's uh, cool. It's funny. But then you look though. at like That's, Jack and Jill. Really, yeah. That looks like, like <laughs> a trailer, like a fake movie trailer. I've never seen it. I don't know. Maybe I've it's amazing. It. I don't know. Dude, I've seen it. You got fucking. <laughs> you got goddamn uh, Al Pacino and shit. Yeah, he's trying to fuck like. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Hey, all right, you got money to do that to get Al Pacino, uh, whatever. Died, make money movies. That's the kind of thing I bet Al Pacino did it as a favor. I bet he was just like, <laughs> I want to be in something so? silly. <laughs> something silly. And you never know. I could see Al Pacino. Like, that dude's been so famous and so rich for so long. <laughs> I want to do something I, fun. I bet you he bangs trannies. Come on. <laughs> I bet you. Some of those dudes, that's the, that's the weird thing about really famous people that have been famous and rich for a long time. <laughs> they can do what they want. I, I don't think it's just that they can. I think it's like, I think some of them get bored. You know? So he got to go bang a tranny? Yeah, I think so. I, I, this is a theory that I have. I think, <laughs> Why I, do I you have this theory? I don't theory? think Eddie Murphy used to bang trannies <laughs> when, when he was a teenager. I think one day he was just some like... Trannies are real pretty, though. When you get to the high in class, man, you get to some oh, we pretty trannies. We found out some stuff about you. What? <laughs> when you get to the upper epsilon, motherfuckers that want to fool you? Are you serious? They got a lot of people out there. I don't want to be fooled. Like, I'm good. No, you don't want to be fooled. A lot of people don't want to be fooled. A lot of people don't want to be like, hey, that's a fake ass, but... Well, you know a fake ass when you see one. Yeah. Some people just like fuck it. I'm just I saw, go with it. They uh they used to do I forget what channel it's on. I think it's True TV. They used to do a show on the uh, the Hard Rock Hotel out in Vegas. Like they they got the 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 pool area, the Lido area, where they'll have like the big party. It's like Snoop Dogg will come out and they'll throw a big party and they'll charge people like fifty dollars a wristband and stuff Jesus. like that. And they 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 were doing. A TV show, reality show based on it, you know, and I, which I find interesting because it's so hard to do those shows because you got to like clear everything. You got to make sure, you know, you got to have the key, you know, it's just, it's a lot of prep work for that stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to be in something like that where there's like literally like a thousand people in this pool area. And, uh, they would, on one of the episodes I was watching, they had this one dude that like, one of those dudes that you see in the gym that you just like. 
that dude like he does steroids and jerks off. You know, like like one of those guys, <laughs> You know, like he like he beats off while he's like <laughs> lifting weights and like looking at his oh, muscles real, while real passionate. One of them, yeah, passionate yeah, like one of those guys, like oil, yeah. one, the kind of white guy that oils up his body. Uh-huh. You know? Like if you're not the Rock, you shouldn't be oiling up. So you gotta you, you gotta know? show right now, son. I don't think you need to oil yourself right now. But he was that kind of guy. He was out there with his with his with his buddies. And uh, supposedly it's because, like, his girlfriend just left him. And uh, he's dancing up on this chick. And, like, you're looking at it and you're like, shit ain't right. <laughs> shit ain't right. That ain't. Something's, <laughs> Something's odd with this chick. I, I feel like Admiral Ackbar is going to pop up and go, it's a trap. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so the, 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 the camera's on the uh, security guards. And they're like, hey. Your boy over there is like messing with uh, Tina. And he's like, should we tell him? So they go over to his buddies and they're like, look, um, telling you right now because like we don't want a problem. Like we <laughs> we don't want a yeah, problem. Yeah, like we're, we don't want to have to like what? throw people out. We, we don't want to fight. <laughs> so I don't want shit to go down. So I'm just letting you know as a courtesy, you better keep keep it clean. Don't, don't do nothing crazy. But, uh, your buddy's about to go home with a tranny. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're like, and they're all like, like I said, it's like, it's like, what's Jersey Shore? Yeah. It's like the situation. And like, yeah, and they're all like, what? What? Like, are you serious? No, what? So then they go over there and they're, they're like, bro, like, come over here. Come here. You know? Like, yeah. So, so you, the camera's like not, not in their faces, but you could see like the dude like like going, huh? And then looking back, and then looking at them, and then looking back, and then looking at them, and kind of shaking his head like, no, no, that's not, nah. But the best part is, so they they, they got, I, you know, I don't know how much this is fake, but they got, I felt like it was real. They they, they got the camera close enough to when he went back to talk to Tina. And uh, he's like, like it's gonna be fake. Don't, don't, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but are, are you a man? <laughs> and Tina was pretty cool. Tina was like, honey, I was wondering when I should tell you. Uh, you know, I haven't gotten the surgery yet. And, uh, you know, I hope, you know, everything's cool. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he, uh, <laughs> I can't remember if he told her or went back to his boys. I think it's because he went back to his boys, but he basically said, I hope y'all won't uh, lose respect for me, but that's about the finest woman I've ever seen in my life. I, I gotta, you know, I like to take out. He's money. And his boys were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> prepared for shit like that <laughs> like like if you if your buddy comes to you and he's like guys no. I, I can't i really if he says okay you're like it might take you a minute but you're like i mean i guess you know but when you go to your buddy and you're like you, you you're gonna have to booty fuck her because she don't have a second hole and he's like surprise but it's not cool I'm surprised too, but I'm down with this. Like, there's no, I don't know how to respond to that. 
Yeah. There ain't it, no right way. That is shit. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I always draw the line between real and reality. It was like, all right, when was this? Now it seems type of script. Because I was, I was listening to Breakfast Club, and they had some shit where it was like, oh, you can call up somebody that you want to fucking pour your heart and soul out to, man, you know, maybe get have a hookup or whatever. Uh-huh. And so they had this thing set up to where it was this older guy. And he was like, yeah, man, uh, I want to call my, my daughter's friend because, you know, they've been growing up for the longest. And, uh, you know, she she old now. So, you know, I, I just want to see what's up with her. <laughs> and the whole... <laughs> Wait. Right. Am I listening to this the way I think I'm listening to That's this? That's what I was looking at. And the, the whole... And the, right. And, and exactly how they went at that, they was like, wait, what? No. Like, they... He was like, but she's older now. He was like, but you've been looking at her since she, she was, was young. Right. 10. And it was like, no, you're a pedophile. We're not about to do this. Are you serious? <laughs> but then they go to commercial and they come back and they call the person. I'm like, it's not, no. All right. Now, see, at first I was with this as being not scripted. But now this seems like it's a bit much because oh, you. Oh, no, no, no. I actually do believe things like well, see, I think people are that nuts. Oh I no, think, definitely, and definitely. Radio people are that bored. And see, in 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 the end, motherfucker, the chick was like, "Oh, yeah, sure, I'm with it. Sure, I've been looking at him since." And then it was like, "Wait, oh, what the fuck just happened?" No, son, no. Is so this wrong. where we at? Where we at between the border? I'm like, all right, you know what? I, I, I was like, I don't, See, even, I don't even give a fuck. Man, I don't even give a fuck no more if y'all trying to stay for ratings or whatever. It doesn't. It's way too far. Yeah, it's See, like as, as a man, we all have to admit. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I was uh, I was someplace a little earlier today, and there was a girl who was probably only 16, and she was looking good. And I was looking, and I was like, you about to be 38 years old. Turn your eyes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We all men, and we have to understand that, like, you know, uh, right. our, our, our dick says one thing, and your brain's supposed to say something else. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to act on it. But no. it's, it's okay to admit to yourself, yeah, I find that attractive. Because that's, that's just biology. But you're, you're an adult. We live in a right. civilized society. <laughs> Put it in the bank. Go, go to bed at night and get rid of it. And don't ever bring it up again. You know, that ain't, it was, if you, if you, it's strange. And then, you gotta think about that dude's daughter. Like, like, what if, you know, what if they start fucking and, like, the daughter finds out? Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, do I mean, everybody was cool with it. Like, it was like, well, it was, because it got to the point where it got escalated to it. it was like, you're a pedophile, but we still gonna call this person anyway just to go ahead and have you shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if y'all gonna bash him like that, why y'all still gonna go through with call? Yeah. I don't understand where we're going with this. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But you're still, you still, right? But you're still going through with it. And and at the end, she's like, yeah, nah, he's a handsome older man. I would definitely like to go ahead and you know. But the whole time before, like before they had the conversation, he was like, yeah, I want to put it on her. I've been wanting to put it on her since such such yada yada yada. But then it's like, hey, I just want you know, can I take you out? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, no. I don't know if y'all it did it did it didn't. Well, no. when he's that old, you know she knows. It's it no, like, that's understood. Like, but like, if you're gonna go take it to the dynamics of like, nah, you being a pedophile, and I'm not about to do this. Nah, I'm not about to condone for this. Uh, Fuck that. But you still call that person. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's like saying, no, I'm not gonna let you rape this person. But let me see what happens <laughs> if I do call. It's like, wait, yeah. what? 
There's, I, uh, I don't know what radio station. Like, I, I'll turn the radio on every once in a while when I'm on the road. And it's, it's different ones, but, like, one radio station does a thing where, like, if you've had, like, a bad breakup or there's something went wrong on a date or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. something to that effect, you can, they'll call a person and they'll be like, I just want to know. So there's one dude I was listening to, I was, I was kind of into it to a point, <laughs> but, like, this dude was talking about, he's like, oh, I had this one date with a chick and we really hit it off, we were having a great time. I asked her if she wanted to come by my house and listen to some music and we all know what that means. And she said yes and she came up. And, like, we started, like, fooling around, and we went in the room. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she was like, I got to go, and she left. <laughs> and, uh, and they were like, do you have any weird shit in your room? Like, what, do you, you know, you ain't got no sex dolls? You don't have no, like, hentai tapes laying around? He's like, no. No, I, I don't. I thought about it. I was like, you know. and then the guy comes up. He's like, but I do have a theory. I think she's either got a boyfriend or is married. And she was just testing the waters. And I think she got scared when stuff got serious. And that's why she left. They're like, all right, let's call her. So they call a the girl. Now, bear nah. in mind, these people only been on one date. You know? Yeah. And it might have been a while. Oh, it was. It was a few months ago. So it's been in his mind the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, so I had to like go inside for a second, come back. So I missed part of it, but the gist of it, I, I came back just as she was like, "This ain't gonna work." But uh, the gist of it was, he had some kind of like frat bro <laughs> T-shirt, you know, like vagina inspectors, like, you oh, know, like one yeah. of those, yeah. like laying on, like you know, like his room wasn't messy. He just had like had a shirt and a hamper, and she she read it, and she was like. Yeah, no, I don't want anything to do with with a guy like that. And you know, he was like, "It's just a shirt." Like it was a joke. Like, he's like, "I mean, I'll throw the shirt away." You know? And and I was sitting there, and I kind of wanted to like, you know, like sometimes you listen to something like that, and you want to call the dude, and like, you know, I was like, dude. If this chick is gonna like, like she was literally willing to have sex with you on the first date, on the first date, right. and changed her mind because she saw a T-shirt <laughs> that improbably implied the thing she was about to about do. About to do, yeah, I don't believe you. This. Don't want that, like that's 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 a nut, you know. And so I was kind of like, come on, man. And then, then the dude starts like kind of begging, like. What if, what if, you know, like, I'll change. And I'm like, dude. Right. I was like, now much. I'm on her side. Like, now you need to get away. Yeah. What? Like, you went on one day with wrapped you into the radio, goddammit. You didn't even find out how she was in bed, like, to be this obsessed. Like, uh, what? <laughs> got more viewers through this one. <laughs> so I was, like, I'll listen to those things. And, like, some, some of them are so weird. Like, you know, calling people's, like, ex-wives and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah. It's so some of it gets so gross, and and all it is is like literally, you on the radio at four in the morning, you gotta get to work, and you gotta fill up three hours, and you're bored, and so you're like, Let's, hey, you want to break up with somebody on the radio? You want to tell your husband that you're about to take his children from him? But they do it. They do it. It's so horrible. Why? And motherfuckers condone it and they just didn't hey, I fucking tune in. I tune in. Well, <laughs> I know. We like stuff that because number one, <laughs> I think as a society, we're so obsessed so with I like watching TV. <laughs> we're so obsessed with like things not feeling real. 
because stuff gets too real sometimes. Like that's you know you were talking about feeling gross when you listen to politics. That's how it feels sometimes. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we really are doomed, aren't we? You know? like, <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do want to see some dude saying he's going to go to bed with a tranny, you know, and his friends are going to like probably stop calling him to go hang out, you know. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you do want to hear, like, because that don't really feel real. It feels kind of stupid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So stupid. Anyway. We got anything else to talk about? Anything you want to bring up? We can't mention the uh, open mic, because that's tonight. That is tonight. I mean, we can mention it. Oh, but... well, uh, yeah, I got, I'm got. i also in Stoke tonight, so, you know, I'm going to have to fucking... What's that? Stoked. Stoked this is another show that's happening at the Hollow Wolf. So Eric's going to be taking over. Oh, and until okay. I get there, you know, I wanted to tell you this probably before everything. But, you know, this is the way podcasts work. We rolling through. Right on. I think I did see you post this other thing. I was going to try and go to that. But, uh, but yeah, if it's earlier in the night, I don't. Yeah, no, I think it starts at the same time as what you call it, trying to start, so I'm going to see if I can, um, you know, have things worked out. I know? was going to try and go. I like, I haven't seen him in a long time, because I think he don't like me, but uh, Dane Fauchet is against the hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he remembers me, but, like, a couple things happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, he must, yeah. Uh, I forgot about you. But, uh, no, I think he dislikes me. <laughs> oh, dislikes you now? Oh, has like a, I don't know. It's one of those things where something happened. I think I, I've told you a story before. I, I'm not going to go into one here, but but something mm. happened in the past that he was kind of involved with, but not really, so there's no reason for him to dislike me. But we tried to get him on the show or something like that, like, and he wouldn't respond, so I'm like, uh, mm. yeah, like it's probably something like that, but that's cool. People got their clicks and stuff like that. Mm. But if you're funny, you're funny. You know? Right. Like, I hate that. I hate that sometimes, like, uh, like, I was telling you, there's this dude that I listen to podcasts about politics. And sometimes a dude, like, as far as politics, the dude's got a brilliant <laughs> mind. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy. But when he starts talking about culture, like, sometimes he'll be talking about, like, a joke that, let's just say, Amy Schumer did. And he's like, that's not really funny. And this, if, if you were trying to be funny, this is how. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. You can't That's... lecture comedians on how to do comedy. No. Like you're 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 a like brilliant lawyer. You're you're way smarter than I will ever be mm-hmm. on things that you know. Right. And that's but on other things, you do not know what you're talking about and you cannot sit there and lecture a comedian on how to make funny jokes. Like even if you don't find that comedian funny, they are funnier than you. Like period. Yeah. You know, they didn't get famous by accident. Amy Schumer did not get by on her looks. No. You know? <laughs> like, no. She just started getting bigger, and so yeah. like she just started to plump up, and it's like, oh, because you're comfortable now. Yeah. But yeah, I, I see that, and you um, that see being being comics and shit, you you realize that I'm, I'm just trying to do everything stand out. I don't want to be like everybody else. Like I don't I don't follow. I don't look at that like you know. I say I don't I don't look at politics like that because I'm trying to look, I'm trying to get this to a whole different perspective. Like I'm still an artist, and y'all still gonna appreciate what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to come out here and like. Give life comedy, you know. That's how I like. To, I like to hashtag that vibe. <clears throat> you know, the th- uh, I got you. The thing is, like, the, the easiest way to me to stand out now is to avoid politics because people want to escape. I just yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm doing now. Uh, I got this thing. I haven't started it yet, but it's been. I've been getting really good reviews when I've been just going randomly, you know, doing it places. 
and shit. So uh, I'm, I got this thing that I want to do, um, start called Comedy Poetry. And okay. basically it's, uh, you know, me, um, I wanted to make it like a YouTube series uh, that I can constantly keep putting out because, you know, I've, I've always, before I even started comedy, I've always been writing. So I've always been, I've always had poems and stuff, you know, I've mm-hmm. rapped before comedy. And so now that everything is kind of going the way it is, it's kind of all merging itself. Right. And, it's, and I'm like, I'm starting to find out more and, you know, how to stand out. Cause I've always wanted to be different and not like be like everybody else. And I noticed that I, <clears throat> me being able to stand out is, by doing something like this, because not everybody's doing it, you get it in certain places, kind of like uh, Weird Al Yankovic, or um, you know uh, anybody that does like you know um, songs and shit. Like um, I can, you know, I can't think of names right now. Like Stephen, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Right. See, it's fucking. Now that you want to Your think about the name, does, uh, Craig Christ, T.J. Uh, Miller, T.J. Miller is one of them. Oh, he, he does, does T.J. Miller, yeah, T.J. Miller does know. a lot of music. Shit, T.J. Miller does a whole bunch of shit. Uh, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg yeah. is one of them. But see, oh, nah, I didn't, Fallon, yeah. right? Stuff like that. I don't want it to. I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be kind of something that I'm putting out. So me going on stage and actually doing something like comedy poetry and. Mm-hmm. The reviews that I've got on it, people really like it. And it's something like, because it's a rhyme scheme, but it's still being funny on top of that. And like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody come on stage and do poetry in a form I've seen of... it once, but it was like a specific bit. Margaret show for um, mm. Drew Carey's Roast, this was like in the 90s. Uh-huh. She, uh, she did some dirty limerick haiku yeah and it was stuff like rain outside cloudy sky but i will stay dry under your dick like, it, was, <laughs> it was like it was like a weird like everything was about his dick that was but that's that's the closest i've seen that something like that yeah and which isn't what you're doing no no i've oh, i, I kind of like weird. no 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 I've, I've actually gotten like it's more than just um one aspect of looking at it, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's got many aspects of, I got one, and it's just something that I'm trying to get started to where, like, more people look at it as, oh, you just tell jokes, it's more than me just telling jokes, because, like, these jokes gotta come from somewhere, and they're more, they're more elaborate now than most people would think, you know, Well, so, anything, I mean, whether you do this long term or not, I think anything you do that's, whether no matter how different it is, that adds to your comedy some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like when you were doing the the boylesque stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand why he's wasting his time doing this. Like it's not, it's not, a, it's not gonna add. To no, it element. didn't. Yeah, that's why I, I mean, don't really do it too much anymore. It's now. interesting to, in some ways, to say like, okay, like you're going from, because being comedy is metaphorically being naked on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another thing entirely to be like literally, you know, so maybe, maybe it makes you a little more comfortable being exposed. I don't know, but I like, couldn't understand. I mean, I basically me just helping. 
Um, me just helping out, basically. I mean, motherfucker asked me to do something, and I'm like, sure. I can, in my capabilities, yeah. And right, but exposure. You, did, you were doing like a decent amount of it, and I was like, that's a seems lot. like a waste of time. He's doing a whole lot. You can be on stage doing jokes, and that's that's going to help you way more. You know? But, sure. you know, but yeah, stuff like this. And actually, I mean, I don't know if you remember this, me saying this, but that when we did the, the episode, it's called like Kyle Smith's poetry slam or whatever mm-hmm. like it was a little different because it was you just doing somebody's rap lyrics oh, yeah. you know like that mm. was I, that's one of my favorite things that we've done in quite a while Jesus Christ <laughs> okay sorry that's my that's my dinner plans <laughs> I made sure yeah I, I shut off my uh, cell phone but I guess I don't know Dennis plans uh, make sure they come through. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but we should probably wrap up anyway. I know you got mm-hmm. you got plenty of stuff that you need to take care of. Yeah, um, hopefully this takes. You got anything coming up soon that you want to? Um, well, yeah, I'll be going doing uh, my show in Florida, Destin, Destin. Florida. Oh, all right. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, everything fell through, kind of, sort of. Fell through is a good word. Is that, is that how you yeah. use that? Fell through. What, what day was it supposed? Well, wait, so. It, no, I mean it, it's supposed to be coming up. Something coming up pretty soon. Okay, so it didn't fall through. <clears throat> fall through me. Fell through oh. means like it, it didn't happen. Oh, okay. Okay, no. Fell into place. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so I what, guess. What, what day is that supposed to be? Uh, the ninth, April 9th. Actually, next week. Oh shit. Yeah. I was gonna say I'd go, but it's my nine. actually the dude that just texted me his daughter's birthday party is that that day. And mm. She's two, but yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I saw it go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's your boy's kid and all that. So right. Kind of have to uh, be Uncle Adam. Right. Know? But yeah. um, but yeah. So if you're in you're in the Florida area, I mean, uh, it's in Walton Beach. This is gonna be dropping a few days before. You know, Destiny. I mean, yeah. If you're in New Orleans, Fort Walton Beach ain't that long a drive. It's about five hours. It's, it's a good trip. Mm. You know. And, see some comedy? Uh, definitely, definitely. I don't know. I don't have any more deets about that. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for it. You know, I hope it fucking is, um, I hope it falls, I don't know. I hope it's something good, you know, because it's going out of state and somebody's asking for you. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's that's what needs to happen. I'd love to, I really would love, uh, I was, we were talking earlier about I got the, the mount for my my windshield. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to go do a little road trip to yes. like, go, do, go do a show somewhere and just like record some stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to do more of that like ride along kind of kind of stuff. But anyway, so I guess let's let's wrap this up. I, I don't think there was anything else to discuss. Yeah, you know, listen to Metal Hand of God. Stay tuned for comedy poetry. It's coming. Yeah, go to if you're in the New Orleans area. You know, go to. <clears throat> Do you have a Facebook page? Like, yeah. Not not your personal page. I mean, you got a face, an actual Facebook. Yeah. I mean, no, my, no. I mean, like a like page. Oh, I don't know. I no, I don't. Well, you I and I need to sit down sometimes and, and have a discussion about what the how fuck I'm doing in my life. <laughs> yeah, because like like on social media, you know, we we need to figure out a way to disseminate your, your yeah information in a more uh, orderly fashion. But yeah, anyway, that's probably be on the lookout step. for maniacalmenace.com or something like that. It's there. It, that's that's oh. a definite. Um, that's my website. <laughs> oh, okay. Maniacalmenace.com. Do you, do you Check update, it out. Do you update it? Ah, I try. 
Okay. I mean, well, I paid for it, so fuck. I might we'll, as well, we'll keep we'll, up with we'll it. discuss that. <laughs> yeah. It's but hard. Uh, thank you for listening. Like I said, like share the show with a friend, and uh, please because that's that that helps <clears throat> us out. If you want to, you can go leave comments and five star ratings on Stitcher, iTunes, all that's that's all good. But you know, if you enjoy the show, you're better off showing it to a friend. You know, tell me go check this out. Instagram, Facebook, we all are there. Yeah, so. Alright, so uh keep it metal. Keep it metal. Alright. Yeah. <laughs>